0: Welcome to High Tide. If only I could go fishing down the river again. Brought to you by Blake's Marine. Up before the sun with a can of worms running with my friend. And Shimano, tomorrow's tackle today. Scurrying down the river bank, taking our positions on the bridge. Hoping for that red fin. One pound to put in mama's fridge Where the
1: warbler and the dragonfly Knew us like they knew the river bend But as
0: sure as tins go rusty This boyhood story had to
2: end Six minutes after four. Good morning everybody. Welcome along to your Saturday edition of High Tide. A big program lined up for you today. They have updated the Sydney enclosed water report at the Bureau of Meteorology for Sydney Harbour, Pittwater, and Botany Bay. So let's kick things off with that. Variable, variable below 10 knots becoming east to northeasterly 10 to 15 knots in the middle of the day. Then becoming east to southeasterly below 10 knots in the evening. Seas 0.5 of a metre and the forecast is sunny. Speaking of sunny, a bright, shiny face, nice and early in the morning. Alan Blake, good morning to you.
3: Good morning, you're looking the wrong, wrong direction.
2: <laughs>
3: <laughs> you reckon? I was trying to oh, trying to help you out, brother. Uh, thank you for that. You. Good morning, everyone. Welcome to another edition. It uh, looks like a nice enough weekend. Might get a little, uh, tomorrow's alright, it. Huh? Tomorrow, tomorrow shouldn't tomorrow? be too bad. Yeah, yeah. not that far. Get through today first. Yeah. Good. It, uh, it was nice in the harbour yesterday. I've been down to the harbour for a couple of days. It's uh, very nice. Mm. Very nice. We've a little wander around the harbour. There's it, uh, it good plenty of people out fishing too. But let's also say good morning to Kieran Reiki. Morning, Kieran.
0: Good morning. <coughs> morning, Al. Morning, Grant, and all our listeners. Yeah. Sorry to waste the choking. Push
2: the choking. <laughs> <in. laughs>
0: yeah. Uh, north and, north and uh, what are we? North and south of the border. And out the, those people out west. Listen, you guys. What about the bottom of the tide? About fifteen minutes to go before Denison down there for you.
3: Three fifty-three. Uh, it was point four two.
0: Yeah, exactly. But big movement now. Up to uh, full tide at 7, 10.27. Two oh four.
3: Yes, two meter tide. Yeah.
0: Um, yeah, one point six big big run in, and then you got the. Uh, run out again, which will bring us back to 5.12pm, 1.18 of a metre, and then another high tonight, 11.10pm, 1.43 of a metre. But uh, it's interesting that they've moved the weather updates to uh, right on the mark.
2: Oh, no, it was only one that's been updated. We're still awaiting the... Uh Sydney Coastal hasn't been updated.
3: Yeah. They got now 4.06, but I was still waiting at 5 o'clock yesterday afternoon for it to to come oh, up That's interesting.
0: Yeah. <laughs> okay, so the line-up this hour, we've got Brad up there at Lake Macquarie. Ross O'Brien, you get to have a chat with Ross?
3: Yeah, we'll get to have a chat and with Ross, yeah.
0: And Bobby Dean? Yes, uh, and uh, Mike, I do believe.
3: Yeah, Mike from the Is complete England. Mike? Mike Latimer. Hmm. Yes.
0: Yeah, so that should be a good hour. He always Positive. gives a great
2: report, doesn't he?
3: Oh, oh, he, yeah. He's like an never ready battery. Once yeah. you start him, he doesn't You just stop. wind
2: him up and let him go, and just yeah. keep. One Actually, of those little toys.
3: Actually, I was asked a question yesterday. Have we ever heard from Joy? What's happening up the Central Cases? Is Joy still
2: No, and
0: I. You know, every Christmas I send a message and I leave it. Uh, I don't know whether somebody else has the phone now or what. Yeah. Uh, but I always leave a Christmas message on the phone, but I've never had a reply for oh, years she now. She was a
3: lovely lady. She used to put a lot of effort into the reports.
0: She did, done a lot of work, spoke to a lot of people. Remember, talk about the, uh, the pelicans being yes. fed, the times the pelicans like to be fed. Yes. <laughs> uh, finger on the pulse, Joy. It was a lot of fun. Had some uh, great times. They would
3: go back to the roof days on top of uh, oh, 2KY. Yes, yeah, Ross Hunter, Lenny Vigas. Lenny yeah, how's be...
0: Lenny? He's
3: getting there, Not but he's, well. he's, the memory's gone, which is a shame. Is it?
0: Yes. But uh, such oh, a lovely oh, man, a... too. Oh, great person. He spoiled us rotten. Yeah. then he? Oh, well, he spoiled the girls, let's say that.
3: Yeah, no, he was good. Yeah. He was good. Yep. Even though you wanted to fight him when you were younger.
0: Uh, yep. <laughs> yep. And again, that was girls. So,
2: <laughs> so you had bootches next to
0: each thing.
3: other, Grant, on the Hawksbury yeah. River skiing.
2: I was just thinking that doesn't make him Robert Robinson Caruso, does it? <laughs> that Kieran wanted to blow him. <laughs> oh, it's Thanks, Grant. I know you were Thank a fiery you. bugger in your younger days. Don't worry about that. Yeah. <sighs>
3: different, did not it? Mm. Wow. Mm.
2: Okay, I'll stay right out of that one. You perhaps, and Laurie, yeah. Laurie, Laurie Mcannelly? Yeah. Pop them uh, in a ring, see who wins. He'd Laurie. Mcannelly's
0: uh, uh, got a bit of age on me.
2: Oh, his so you're backing yourself. Oh, okay. You, yeah, okay. I was going to say, you're backing yourself there. I thought, okay. So well. You're still giving yourself
3: yeah. a chance, but
2: Yeah. yeah.
0: Oh, give- Yeah. <laughs> 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 Well, the only ratio you is f- have to yeah. You have to deal with my walking stick.
3: I can say the only ratio you'd win is the first one of on the floor.
0: That's right. <laughs> I'll, I'll make that easy. And don't forget, if you knock me down, you've got to pick me up. That's
2: the one. <laughs> <laughs> Crazy.
0: Uh, uh, listen, yes. I'll, I'll quickly give you a, a, an indication. If you're up here and from yesterday, the information from the tackle stores was fantastic. The whiting are biting. The last three or four days up here, the whiting have been sensational. Everybody's getting a bag limit. And when I spoke all the way down to Nuruma Daryl said to me, mate, we've got a, a plague of whiting. It moved into the mouths, into the lakes. I, so, lo- I um, love
2: my whiting, so I wouldn't complain about that one. Whiting, Philip, it's a good one.
0: No, no, well, you'll be a fisherman extraordinaire in a few days' time, I do believe.
2: Yes, we'll talk more about that tomorrow, Mr Ricky. In fact, what we might do is take a quick break and on the other side of that, we'll catch up with Brad and find out how things have been going up around Lake Macquarie. Talkin' Sport in
4: 2024.
1: It's a very sad day for me and all of us This it's the last day of talking Sport. King is, thank you very much for educating me and listeners. You've given us so much joy and entertainment. You guys don't realise how much of a laugh you guys give us over the years. You guys do a great show and um, you keep me company on my drive home and I, I think I expect for lots of listeners. I don't know anything too much about sport. but I just want to say to you guys, you've got the best show on the radio So someone said, oh, you're off, and I went, oh, bother." <laughs> how Who am I going to listen to? It's
0: been a tough three years for me, the hardest years of my life. But having that connection and listening to all the
2: callers and talking to you guys on a regular basis just uh, reminds you who you are.
4: Talking Sports returns in 2024. January 15th. Folks,
5: look, I just want to thank you because you guys make the show. And we really look forward to seeing you back for our 21st year. And you've helped us make it to that 21st. A brilliant new year. And just remember that we're back talking sports.
1: The Hyundai SUV sale event is on now. Enjoy a brilliant $2,000 factory bonus on selected Santa Fe and Palisade. Plus a great $1,500 factory bonus on the Tucson SUV. Experience our most innovative SUVs, packed with SmartSense safety, advanced technology and intuitive design. Hurry, limited time only. Offer on select stock and not applicable on every model. T's and C's apply. Visit your local showroom today. Imagine that. Hyundai.
4: Why don't you take your taste buds on a chocolate holiday with the irresistible chocolates from Byron Bay Chocolate Company? A local success story, the family-run factory produces spectacular chocolates to match our spectacular region. Locally sourced nuts, fruits and berries are lovingly coated in the finest chocolate to create these gourmet products that leave you wanting more. Treat yourself this holiday season. Try their world-famous Moon Macadamias. Look for the Byron Bay Chocolate Company at quality independent outlets. There's a conversation going on. It's a conversation that will never end. Radio 2SM is at the center of it all, connecting you to what really matters, to the issues you care about, to the debate you want to be part of. This is Radio 2SM.
1: For the management of pain and inflammation associated with osteo and other mild forms of arthritis, try Stiff Sore & Sorry Pain Relief Gel.
4: Always read the label, use only as directed and if symptoms persist, see your healthcare professional. Look for Stiff Sore & Sorry Pain Relief Gel at pharmacies and
2: health food stores everywhere. To find the location of your nearest Stiff Sore & Sorry stockist, go to
4: loveoilcollection.com.au or phone rate on
5: 040 66 2 and 2SM. Sydney's
0: Hawking. 2SM 1269. On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. This is High Tide. Brought to you by Shimano. Tomorrow's tackle today.
2: It certainly is at 16 minutes after four. Good morning, Brad, at Renegade Blue Water Charters. Good morning. How are you?
6: We're
3: good. How's lovely Lake Macquarie?
6: It is very, very nice at the moment. Calm calm as and yeah everything's all good up here at the moment that's for sure.
2: Speaking of calm calm, Bradley, they have updated the offshore uh, forecast for today Broken Bay to Port Hacking north to north easterly 10 to 15 knots turning easterly in the evening, seas below a meter, easterly uh the swell will be 1 to 1.5 meter, mostly sunny. So it sounds like a good day hang to be on, heading offshore, sure.
3: but he's not in that area, he's up further north. Yeah, that would be the same up there. No, it's not. What is it ah. up there? North easterly 10 to 15. Turning easterly and reaching up to 20 knots inshore during the afternoon and early evening.
2: That's different.
6: I won't complain about that. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> See, but it's 20 your knots. Ba- what, 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 your boat had power through nearly anything, I would think. It, it, it is absolutely massive.
6: Yeah, it goes all right, that's for sure. Yeah. I, I like it. It's got some integrity, nice and strong.
2: How's the fishing been? Now, last week you mentioned that um, you were going okay um, on the on the on the big tuna, but um, other people were saying across New South Wales and up around Queensland that things were pretty quiet. So, how things been this week?
6: Uh, on Wednesday, my mate went out and he got four marlin and lost one. He did, and um, it sort of seems to be like what's going on every day out there at the moment. It does.
3: Any size to them?
6: Nah, it's just the average 60 kilo striped marlin.
3: Nothing wrong with that. <laughs> no.
6: Nah, they're all good fish, that's for sure. Like, if you're out there at the moment, out here anyway, there is out of Swansea, that's for sure. So yeah. Nelson Bay will have them just as good as well, if not more. Maybe a little bit around the car park area of Newcastle, but... Um, yeah, it's quite good at the moment
2: in the game fishing, that's for sure. That would be a great way to just absolutely destroy somebody, wouldn't it? You know, they go out for the first time marlin fishing. They drag in this fish after a massive, massive fight. They're on the deck of the boat. They're absolutely worn out. They've they've felt like that they've fought this thing for about six hours, and you go, yeah, that's a small one, eh?
7: <laughs>
3: but, but hang on, in saying that, we, we used to have a, a fishing comp out at a Riverstone Bowling Club every year, and it was an open comp, and we had to change the rules a bit because the boys decided to go and catch a marlin. Well, they come back in with about a 40-kilo marlin, and that won the comp, but a 35-kilo jewfish came second. The 35-kilo jewfish Ooh, is a much better fish than what yeah,
6: the marlin is. Absolutely.
3: So, you yeah. know, it's horses for courses. So yeah, we, in the end, we said, no right. marlin.
6: Yeah, now you got to have a level playing, you know, like a point score that's sort of, um, that's you know,
3: right.
6: honest around everything. You know what I mean?
3: Well, rewards people for the um, for the catch, for the integrity of the catch and what it is type of thing. Yeah.
0: Hey, listen, fellas, yeah. um, Brad. As we as we had as we heard last week, with Swanee yeah. and Yvonne, They were out there all day and never turned a reel. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah that's in Queensland. Yeah.
3: Uh, did, uh, did, Kieran, is it true that you bought Swanee for Christmas a shirt with a marlin on it? Because that's the only one he can get?
0: Oh, that is true. <laughs> <laughs> that is true.
2: And he bags He'll us for me. bagging him.
0: He'll yeah. kill me if he's less <laughs> <laughs> uh, than a Does that
6: mean his next to is He's his... going to be a snapper on a fishing shirt as well so he doesn't catch any snapper? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Bradley, bottom fishing not been too good?
6: No, nah, the bottom fishing's been very slow. We've been struggling there. You're catching a few, but it's very tough going. They're, they're, you know, I think the water's a little bit cold on the bottom and warm on the surface, if you know what I mean, and they're sort of um, not very active. You know, everything looks good, but just nothing's happening there. You get a few snapper and a few moeys and flathead, and, but you're just scraping, you know, like you're trying hard for you know, what you get out of it at the moment, that's for sure.
2: What about in the lake? Oh, I noticed they caught a, a reasonable-sized shark during the week too.
6: Yeah, I see that, a picture on social media, yeah. Bull shark in Swansea uh, Channel. So, yeah, that's sort of, I think they're around all the time. It's just that, you know, you've got to put the time in if you want to, get, you know, fish for them and catch them, I think.
2: They're pretty fish, yeah. those bull sharks, aren't they? Well, pretty in relation to Kieran.
6: Yeah, but, uh, oh. that's, not, that's not my scene, but sometimes you pull up there, clean fish at the uh, boat ramp, and um, the people that are fishing for the shark, depending on the tide, they'll just pull up where all the uh, fish cleaning tables are and they'll just start fishing there in their boat with the shark lines out. They will anyway. <laughs> <laughs>
3: well, you think about it, if you're yeah. cleaning fish there, that's what goes on.
6: Brilliant. Yeah, it yeah. Yeah, that happens all the time, that does, but uh, the lake itself is like... Oh, it's, everything's happening in the lake at the moment, there's sort of big tail uh, are, the squid are sort of coming on, now. they are, which is very good there's been a lot of uh, blue summer crabs as well, the whiting it's sort of, yeah there's plenty for everyone in the lake at the moment there is, it's really good.
3: Nice, sounds good.
6: Yeah the squid the squid, uh, they haven't been back for a, a little while but it's um, starting to come back in good numbers now which is you know it's great to see and that's just a part of the food chain for jewies and flathead and kingfish and every other thing. You know what I mean?
3: Yeah. Okay, it's great. Sounds good. You got many spots open for charters.
6: Uh, a few midweek ones. The weekends are pretty busy at the moment. That's for sure. So it's all good.
3: Okay. And you get half day and full day charters?
6: No, I get a lot of half day ones. The sort of um, more popular at the moment, like a six hour reef fishing one's the most popular one at the moment, but um, yeah, that's all good anyway, that's for sure.
3: Okay. And if you get seasick, you'd, you, you were saying last week you did better on the charter in the lake than what you did offshore that day.
6: Yeah, that's right. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, we caught some really nice flathead and some good tailor and little snappers, and you know, like you've got a good feed of fish, and they're all quality fish in the lake that we that we last weekend and they were very happy about that.
3: So they, you don't have to go offshore. You can do it in the lake, no problems.
6: Absolutely.
2: Okay. If people want to book with you, buddy, how do they go about it?
6: Uh, they can just give us a buzz, 0437 or just send us a message on social media.
2: Have a good day, Brad. We'll chat to you tomorrow. Thanks, Brad.
6: Thank you very much, gentlemen. Take it easy.
2: Right there from Renegade Blue Water Charters coming up in a moment. We're going to head down the south coast and catch up with Ross O'Brien. This is High Tide. It's
4: 23 after four. Summer Nights.
2: Has Sydney talking.
4: So there's Donald Trump back in the news again, polarising person. He really is. He's streaks ahead in the polls, and yet there are so many people who dislike him with
1: with a great intensity.
5: 2SM has Sydney talking.
1: Oh, what a day. We've had fires, we've had floods, and volcano eruption in Iceland. Well, it's going to go anyway, Iceland's probably a good spot. It's going to be cooler over there, isn't it? I suppose some people would say that's all our own fault. Summer Nights. Airbnb getting the $15 million buy. I was actually victim to this. Wow. Potential for compensation. So I tell you what, I'm hanging out for my compensation if I can try and claw back some money. You know how it is. I do know. This is 2SM. Mid-North Coast had those massive floods and wiped out so many homes, especially around Lismore and that area. And I'm feeling very sorry for most of those people who are still (laughs) not home. 2SM
4: has Sydney talking. You'll see more of Australia in less time when you travel by plane with Outback by Air, yet a fraction of the time it would take you by road. Outback by Air will fly you to destinations you'll never forget and you'll probably never see again. What you will cover in a week on Outback by Air all-inclusive tour would take you up to a month or more to do in a motorcar. Check the packages and destinations available at outbackbyair.com.au or you can phone 1300 310 503. There's nothing like Razorback 4x4. They make Australia's best four-wheel drive seat covers, which offer protection like no other. So you can get out and
1: about knowing that the
4: interior is protected from spills, mud, sand dogs, even messy Family members, Razorback 4x4 have the strongest, most comfy seat covers this side of the black stump and they're customizable with free shipping Australia-wide. Head to Razorback4x4.com.au and grab some for your four-wheel drive today. That's Razorback4x4.com.au. Finance Easy understands that recent times may have been uncertain for business owners and they'll make it simple to get you finance at competitive rates. Finance Easy takes the hassle out of borrowing money, offering a large range of lenders with rates more competitive than the bank. No more meetings with bank managers, no reams of paperwork, just a few clicks on the website. Visit financeeasy.com.au or call 1300 003 003. Australian Credit Licence Number three nine two one eight two. Hi, I'm Patrick Dangerfield. How good is getting out on the water? But what if something happens to your boat or jet ski?
2: You want to know that you can count on your insurance. That's why I choose Club Marine. Boat insurance by people who know boats. Club Marine is Australia's largest provider of boat insurance with more than 50 years experience. So if you're looking for flexible cover options, exclusive member benefits and fantastic claim service, look no further. Get a quote at clubmarine.com.au and discover why boating's
4: just better with Club Marine. TMD available at clubmarine.com.au. Read the PDS to see if this insurance is right for you. 2SM has Sydney talking.
0: On 2SM and the Super Radio Network. You're listening to High Tide.
2: And we're awfully glad you are at 26 after four, Alan.
3: Let's go to Captain Roscoe. Beautiful Kiama and find it was happening. morning, Roscoe.
5: Good morning, gentlemen and listeners. We're uh, It's uh, been a fisher-fond down here, mate, during the week. Um, I think I sent you a photo of a lovely pigfish that um, was caught, quite a good size, and the boys have been getting quite a lot of them, um, up to 10 at a trip. So that's not too bad at all. The other thing uh, that's uh, coming up regularly is these flathead, mate. They're still there. The, it's, this has got to be the best flathead run in the history of Australia, I think. They're still <laughs> there, they're still a good size, and everyone's catching them. Even the blokes in the Arbor are getting them, they're getting them from everywhere. That's so it, it's a good feed, so it's worth the effort to go and get a few. The Snapper yeah. are back on again in, in numbers. Now they're a little bit further out, as I said last week, they're out around 30 fathoms. So if you if you haven't got a boat, you'll struggle getting out there. But um, all in all, they're in close too. Now from behind the Jeringong um, Fishers Club, if you go down along that wall along there, you're going to pick up some good play then. Some uh, you're getting the they're getting the odd Cheers um, Winty down here, mate. They're getting the odd one. Um, they're getting the odd mahi my, my. I don't know why the only thing I'll put it down to is that someone sunk a boat out there somewhere, but they're, um, they're coming right in on, onto the, to the, uh, end of the, uh, wall there. So that, that, that's a good spot. And then they fish all the way up to Kiama, all the way up to the blowhole. They've been getting fish all through there, getting drummer. Uh, again, snapper, again, flathead. So uh, it's a good spot at the moment. The lake has been working. And the minamura has been working. And the farm has been working. Rangoon working only in the afternoons. It's uh, they're, they're getting good snapper there in the afternoon. Round near uh, Blake's Marina. That's not a bad spot either, mate. They're getting a lot of stuff off the gantry, kingies, all sorts of stuff. So it's it's another great weekend for us.
3: Sounds good to me. Sounds good. Yeah. So And Blake's Marina, for those is Shell, Shell, <laughs> Shell Cove. I'll be down there in a couple of weeks. Don't worry. Yeah, well,
5: don't be shy in inviting me to the, uh, you know, the fisherman's basket or whatever it was called.
3: Oh, you're shout your chef for the seafood platter, okay.
5: Oh, uh, yeah, right, mate. I'll have to take out alone. <laughs> All right, guys. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Thanks,
2: Roscoe. Bye, guys. Bye. Ros O'Brien there down at the south coast. Um, there's something I wanted to ask you, Alan, just before we go to the uh, next commercial break, and I can't think of it um, to save my life. However, I do remember there's some new um, product coming in to Blake's Marine, I believe, uh-
3: too. A, um, a new way of doing it. You don't have a dealer meeting. You have a, a team's meeting. Uh, Yamaha's releasing. You can't be product. a team. Yeah, well, yeah, but uh, online yeah. instead of going face to face. they say it's it's a modern way to do it. I'd say it's a cheaper way to do it. But yeah. they're releasing a new model. They haven't told us what it is yet. But I guess it's a big girl. So uh, we'll find out about that. Also. Um, News through this week, all the Telwater product, which is Quintrex and Staser boats, come out of the one factory at uh, Coomera. Uh, they've been using, which is owned by BRP, I should say. Uh, they'll be, uh, have been using uh, Navigate product, uh, Laurence, for the last seven or eight years. Uh, they're changing to Garmin next month. Mm. So all their boats will start to filter through in the next four to six weeks with Garmin product in it instead of Laurence. So uh, some people are like that, some people won't, but nothing
2: wrong with Garmin. Maybe unfair. Do you have a preference?
3: No, look, I've got, I've got Garmin and my big boat. Um, I've got some Garmin in my aircraft, but I've got Avidyne. Mm. Uh, but I use Lowrance as well, so... It's just getting used to the operating systems on each one. Yeah,
2: yeah. I, I've got a Rance on the Bluebird, and I've got the B&G with Navionics yes. on the Bavaria. and I, I reckon they are both they both rock. Right. The, the Lorance that I bought was never designed to be a chart plotter. It was designed to be a fish finder. Yes. But, and I remember watching a YouTube video. Kieran, you'll love this, a YouTube video on how to use it, and they, they, they took you through the chart plotting, and they said, but, yeah, you won't use this for a chart plotter. I thought, nah, you're wrong. That's exactly <laughs> what I'm using it for. (laughs)
3: Oh, look, they're all all good. It's just, and this is something I was going to bring up later on, but I'll do it now. Um, When you're using a chart plotter as your main means of navigation, you should have backup charts, but you do need to update them. Yes, because navigation marks change. Things happen with floods, with different storms, and you do need to do an update. Like it's, how often do you update the GPS in your car? We don't now because we use CarPlay or Android. Yeah. So there's no need to update. That that'll do it instead of paying five hundred dollars each time to to update the charts. But I updated the charts the other day on on the big boat because we're doing a trip soon, and it was still two hundred dollars for an update. Really? Yes, yeah, so that's expensive. Well,
2: see, I, I run Navi, Navionics, and I've got a Navionics subscription.
3: Yeah, but how much is a Navionics subscription? Here? Oh,
2: yeah, it's a couple of hundred.
3: Yeah, keep going. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So uh, I've got the whole east coast of Australia.
2: But, but to me, that's cheap insurance, you yes. know. And the beautiful thing about um, I can only talk about the BNG because it's the only one I've really yeah. played with. I just get on the boat, power it up connect it to my phone and it automatically yeah. updates which is so cool Yeah.
3: so if you've got um, paper charts yep. you still need to update them either replace them or get all the updates as boys change and marks change you got to get on and scribe them all on there mm. so it not just set and forget oh, i've got charts at a 10 year old yeah they're not accurate yeah so and it's safety things
2: okay we might take a break. When we come back, we're going to have a chat to Mike from The Complete Angler. And then straight after that, we'll see if Bobby Dean's around you listening to High Tide. It's 27 minutes away from 5. 2SM has Sydney talking. Wake up with Richard King. In your opinion, big business with price gouging is responsible for the inflation we're experiencing at the moment, Kevin. If
4: all
7: those people were just a little bit less greedy, how
6: much better off would we be?
4: Then from 9am, the King of Talkback Radio. John Laws. I think you're an idiot. You're a stubborn fool. <laughs> right. On. Okay. I just
7: thought I'd
6: give you something to think about.
4: Okay. Well, it has. It's got me thinking about stubborn fools that make stupid statements, and you're one of them.
7: Afternoons
5: with Brent Boltitude What
2: he needs to do, though, I believe, as the Prime Minister, is own up and say, "Look, I can't deliver on this promise." Talking sports weekdays from three.
5: Happy. I oh, know. I'm just. Saying. We're not talking about a pup here. He's been around for donkeys.
4: Talk tonight. ...with Gary Stewart. They've been screaming out for help here. State government's not listening. Neither is the local council. 2SN has Sydney talking.
1: Nothing says Aussie summer like an ice-cold Bundaberg ginger beer. Coupled with backyard barbecues, sunshine and your mates. Bundaberg ginger beer is a true blue brew. A quintessential classic... Craft brewed over three days using real Aussie ginger and a traditional family recipe which has been perfected over four generations. Treat yourself this summer to the great Australian brew, Bundaberg Ginger Beer.
4: Relax and unwind before you take off when you stay overnight at Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel. Located just a minute's walk to the terminal and a five minute stroll to the beach, Ridges Gold Coast Airport Hotel is your perfect home away from home. Enjoy a sundowner and meal at Ridges Rooftop Bar with views along the Gold Coast beaches and the hinterland. Visit ridges.com or you can call 0756198198.
2: Introducing the 2023 World Performance Car of the Year, the Kia EV6 GT, 430 kilowatts of power and 740 newton metres of torque. With its unique Australian-tuned GT suspension and steering, the Kia EV6 exceeds all expectations. The Kia EV6 GT, the most powerful Kia ever built.
4: Kia, movement
2: that inspires. Recently retired and want to give back to the community?
1: Looking to contribute to a worthwhile cause? Join VIEW Clubs of Australia, a friendly women's network in your local community. VIEW supports the Smith family to help Australian children in need break the cycle
2: of poverty. Become a member today. Call 1-800-805-366
5: or go to VIEW.org.au 2SM
4: Have your say. Call 13 12 69 2SM and the
0: Super Radio Network. This is High Tide.
2: It is 24 minutes away from five o'clock. Not a bad day to get out there if you feel like you're heading out for a fish, but where will we do it, Alan?
3: Well, let's go out to 938 Woodville Road near the McCarno set and have a talk to Mike Latimer at the complete angle. Morning, Mike.
1: Good morning, gentlemen. How are we all?
3: We're very good. What's happening out there?
1: Oh, lots as always. It's still I reckon January, February, March are probably the best times to fish, actually. So, um, but it's been good, and I tell you what, it is the perfect excuse to escape this hot heat that we're getting. Um, this monsoon, it's just been lovely. So, it's the perfect excuse to actually get back out on the water, actually. So. Um, but, yeah, a lot's happening. It's been really interesting that Bonito runners really hit Sydney, and, and that's probably been the big change that we've had in the last week is that they've really moved down to the Sydney waters, which has been really nice. So, gosh, the, the guys that have been fishing the rocks have been doing really well around Sydney and, and also south of Sydney now as well. Um, and they're a really good run of um, bonnies this year too. Like, normally you get like a lot of smaller fish, but most of them have been averaging that two kilo mark. And, and there's been quite a lot that have been three kilo, which are really good fun. So um, they're actually really underrated sport fish. They're good fun on light tackle. Um, they go pretty hard. They're they're just fun to catch. And they're actually not too bad to eat. Like, they're not fantastic, but at least when you cook them, they, they turn white. They're a white flesh tuner, actually. Um, and um, they're just good fun. So there's plenty of them around. Um, obviously, guys have been getting them on metal lures, and they've been getting them on hard body lures, and, 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 ca- and the coconut rig, which has been dynamite. Um, but... What, probably one of the big points that I could probably you know, tell the the, the guys out today is just if you are going to spin for them, just make sure you increase your speed because the guys that have been spinning the lures back really quick, and I mean really quick, that it gives you a cramp, have been doing the best, have been having the best results. So sometimes speed is the key. And if you're not into that type of stuff, just floating pilchards underneath um, just a, a bobby cork will work really well for them as well too. They're pretty aggressive. Um, and they're a good, fun catch for the boat anglers, too. It can sometimes save a day, actually, as you come back and troll along the rocks. Um, so you have to be a little bit careful, you know, doing this type of stuff. But put a couple of minnows out the back and just troll close around the rocket ledges as, as close as you dare. Um, and you you'll basically come across them. They'll, they'll generally be on a lot of the big, more prominent points where the current hits. Um, but, yeah, you'll find that they're a schooling fish too. So once you catch one, just keep working that area and you can get multiples. But sometimes, you know, a, the bonito can save a day, you know, from fishing. So. Uh, really good at the moment. So there's, there's plenty of shore-based hotspots. As I said, they've really moved down in big numbers. Um, down south, it's been Coal Cliff, Whale well Beach, like the Ovens has been really good, Baron Joey, Maroubra, Kurnell. There's been so many places. Um, and if you're into travelling a little bit, they've moved all the way down to Bass Point, Hill 60, and there's plenty up north as well too, like in Evoca and areas like that. So um, they're definitely around in big numbers this year. Um, the other one too is still, the Kings are really impressive still Like and particularly the harbour. The harbour's just is so good. Um, and a lot of guys are, are getting them off the wharfs too. And, and it's something to think about. So we're so lucky that Sydney Harbour's got so many wharves that are accessible to anglers. And they're all in deep water. They have a lot of bait, um, uh, like literally hide underneath them. Some of them have a lot of current hitting them as well too. So they're just the perfect place to find kingfish. Um, And we're just so lucky that we've got plenty, particularly for the shore-based angler as well too. Um, Obviously, out of a boat, it's so much easier. You can move all around the harbour. But, yeah, the harbour wharves are fishing really well. A lot of smaller fish, that 60 to 70 centimetre size, but they're still them 80s and even up to 90 centimetre size getting caught. Um, But this time of year, you'd get lots of little ones. Um, And, of course, if you're into your lures, you know, casting, you know, the stick baits have been working really well. Uh, Again, little hard body minnows have been effective as well. Um, And as I mentioned before, if if you're in the boat, I'd probably head up to Middle Harbour at the moment. That's been very consistent. It's been particularly up towards the back end of the bay. It's quite a deep system up in Middle Harbour, and it's been holding a lot of bait and a lot of kingfish. So that's been really, really good and consistent. Um, Botany's been the same as well. I was out on Tuesday, actually. It was a a bit of a rough day. Um, But Tuesday, we got a, a stack of kings along the kernel headlands. So there's plenty around that area, a lot of small ones. Um, but again, around Mollamox, uh, the Cairns, Watts Reef and Kernel. Um, and there's also a lot of activity going on in around that Watts Reef area. They're extending that. They're, they're building that wharf, which is pretty cool. Um, so there is a lot of extra boat traffic, but there's quite a lot of structure that they, they've got there as well too at the moment. So a lot of the kingfish, or more importantly, a lot of bait's been hanging underneath that. So, um, so keep that in mind if you're in that part of the bay. And the hacking's been good too because it's been a little bit quieter in there as well. Um, we're starting to get more kingfish reports from in there. And again, they've pushed right up the back towards Yowie Bay and kind of lily-pilly area around where all the boat moorings are. There's been a lot of activity up through there. Um, so that's been really cool and, and still there's plenty of bread and butter stuffs. the flathead have been really good um, and there's lots of trevally around particularly in the Parramatta the Parramatta's had some impressive trevally getting caught out of there and same as all the brim brim have been excellent in all the systems um, and again still the Hawkesbury it's like every week there's like a 15 kilo jewfish coming out of that system it's is on fire at the moment um, it's been the best that I've ever seen it for a long time so uh, if you want a big jewfish I'd be definitely heading to Hawkesbury um, so it's been really good um, beaches have still been a little bit quiet, just hasn't really clicked along the beaches. We've been getting reports, you know, like there's been a few whiting and brim, you know, particularly around Narrabeen and DY and some of them northern beaches up through there. Um, but it has been a little bit quiet um, and same as the dewfish too off the beaches too. I haven't heard that many reports off them, but if we did get a bit of rain, that might, that could change quite quickly actually. Um, And on the offshore scene, it has been interesting. The currents have really slowed down. There's a bit of a slack water off Sydney at the moment, actually. It's really interesting what's happening there because we've had a few southerly swells um, that have kind of pushed the current around a little bit and it's kind of slowed things up a little bit. So the dollies have been real patchy. Um, They kind of came for a little bit and then they've just gone again. So um, it's really interesting what's happening out there. So, but... Surprisingly, a few marlin have still been getting caught off Sydney, which is really weird. But it has been very mixed. Um, mixed reports offshore, but the reef fishing's been very good still. So, still getting plenty of good reports from just all the bottom species: snapper, trag, trag are just everywhere. Um, it's been really consistent and flaties as well. So, it's been really good. The the offshore scene, scene if you can get out there. Um, and the other thing, obviously, to to, th- keep, uh, you know, to think about doing is, obviously, the bass fishing has been exceptional because we've been getting these really nice late afternoon thunderstorms. You can hear the cicadas, and that's always a good sign when you start hearing them in the afternoon. Um, they've been really good, man. and there's plenty of local spots you can fish them. We're really lucky around Liverpool, Nepean, um, and even Lane Covers will, too. There's a lot of little places there we can go and go for a quick fish after work. So. Yeah, plenty happening as always this time of year and, and probably get better over the next couple of months. So
3: That sounds good to me. I'm, yeah. I'd better be out in the boat than in the studio, actually, I think.
1: A hundred percent. And as I said, it's a good excuse because it's a bit cooler on the water at the moment. So get out there and enjoy it while it while it's around.
3: Thanks, Mike. Look forward to catching up with you next week. What do I
1: do. All right,
2: guys. Yeah. See you Hey, Al, aren't you – you're going to be out on the boat for a couple of weeks. Coming yes. up very shortly, though, yeah. aren't
3: you? Next month, we're going down to Painesville for the classic boat rally. And they get 10,000 people down there over the
2: weekend at Painesville and me Lakes. <laughs> so- Kieran. Yes. Can I get a look at Alan's contract? Or I just want to photocopy a few pages.
0: <laughs> yeah, me too. I want to get there myself. <laughs> uh, listen, don't forget, while they are talking about fishing, Narrabeen, uh, in the lake where you in your backyard, pit still got flathead, flounder, whiting and brim. A few Jewfish have been caught around Patonga and Pearl Beach, just near the swimming pool. Off the beaches, the northern beaches, as Mike just said, there's been the brim, the flathead, Few Jewfish, a lot of salmon and tail are running. Rocks are very similar. And uh, outside, yeah, it's just been the snapper, Benito and Kingies. And mm-hmm. Floodhead. Good run of Floodhead at of Vale, as usual. Okay. But um, the lake the lake's are I think is the best spot. Flathead, brim, whiting and Jewfish.
3: Okay. Let's go to Bobby mm-hmm. Dean. Morning, Bobby.
7: How are we, gentlemen?
3: We're good. Where are you hiding this morning?
7: Oh in the lounge room, mate.
3: That's no good. You should be out. Beautiful day. Be out fishing up the lake somewhere. Be a pleasant four or five degrees.
7: Yeah, talking about lakes, you know, like in the there a lot of fish kills. Most of the lakes up them, you know, west, west of the divide.
3: Okay. Is that just water levels dropping a little bit, lack of oxygen?
7: No, it's a virus. It's mainly affecting uh, redfin. Okay. Which is not a bad thing. It does affect some trout.
3: Hang on. I like eating redfin.
7: Yeah, well. Um I think, you know, it's been happening for a lot a while. Like a few weeks ago I said when I said at Oberon normally you see redfin dead on the bank everywhere and I didn't see any. But um they did quite Wallace down for about eight or ten days. Uh apparently there's been a kill at Oberon. And I haven't been able to get any information whether it's over closed, that's where I would have been now. Um, I tried to catch up with a few mates up there and I couldn't get them yesterday. No, I didn't bother going, you know, cars all filled up. Uh, but yeah, that's, yeah, I'll just play it by ear. But, you know, you hear Mike talking about the mullet off the beaches and that. I know from Wollongong, South and rumor they've been getting quite a few mullet on the beach. Right. Uh, a few whiting, flathead, a few brim down around in the room away. And mate, the other week, he'd let go of a legal size so dude. Caught another one at 80, so uh, this time he's got a map and he knows how long they're supposed to be. So he was quite chubbed. Like when you are fishing for whiting, he's an eight-pound line, mate. Yeah, you know, it's a bit of fun.
3: Yeah, the trick is to go back smaller in line class all the time. You might lose a couple, but your catch rate's going to be much higher, isn't it?
7: Oh, not necessarily off the beach, you know. But look, it's that's what you got a drag system for. Yes. Your biggest your biggest worry, let's down, yeah, um, yeah. Most amateur fishermen is patience. Yeah. yeah you're talking about mate right up there at um, Lake Macquarie, you know, Marlon was patience.
2: Bobby, speaking of Lake Macquarie, I do have to say Jern just sent through a message saying that he's sitting on the bank there having a cup of coffee just about to go out fishing, a pleasant morning, no wind in the air, no waves on the water, looks like a pristine day Yeah, I
7: remember Gabe mate he used to love Lake Macquarie for whiting, just gets on the edge of the the edge of the sand flat not far from the channel and fish the rising Uh, tide uh, yeah long light leaders and uh, you know you catch a hell of a lot of good riding in there. I've never fished it. Uh, you know, the last time I fished, I fished near the bridge for blackfish when I was a kid. You know, you're talking over 50 years ago. But uh, no, uh, what Michael said, you know, in Bolton, full of long full of and mackerel and some nice kings. You yeah, come up you know, around the bridges, a lot of really nice brim. You know, some of the fish are up around that forty centimetre mark, and the harvest is the same. A lot of good brim. So, and you know, one of my mates, he went down to fish Culprit Point the other morning, and he got you know half a dozen nice fish up to about thirty-five centimetres. And, you know the fish are there, mate. It's just that time of year, and since the rain, the fishing's been exceptional. Okay. So yeah, that's what's been happening.
3: And uh, what do you think? Uh, Brad was saying there plenty of marlin around off the uh,
7: coast. Well, actually, that's something I forgot to mention. One of our mates has got a charter off Sydney, and he said the current's dead, dead off Sydney, and the marlin bites died off us. Right. Still a few dolphin fish. But yeah, I heard there's a lot of fish up north. Yeah, Norhead Canyon's north. Yeah, you know, they've been having a ball, been getting a few big blue marlin too, up to a couple hundred of hundred kilos. If anybody's had one of them decide the boat, they are exceptional fish to play with. Okay. Yeah, all the yeah, anglers dream catch you know, the black blues and stripes.
3: Yeah, but nice to catch and just let them go anyway. You're not, you know, unless you're into tournament fishing or going for records, there's no no need to kill the fish, is there?
7: Nah. No, no. Um, yeah, you know, I, I kill a few in the early days, like most people do. Yeah. Well, I still wouldn't hesitate to kill, yeah, you know, thirty, forty kilo fish.
3: Yeah, well, you're going to eat that. That's not a problem. Yeah. But a two hundred kilo fish, age, mate.
7: Yeah. People didn't realise how good it is. Mm-hmm. Well.
2: Yes. And the world's changed too. You know, like back, you know, in the seventies and the eighties, it was no no drama to do that. Where now we're a bit more aware that you know, hey. Let it go, and somebody else can have a bit of a play That's with it right. at some stage too.
7: Yeah, well, you, you look at tag and release game fishing, right? Yeah. Well, in the early days, a lot of my mates used to go and fish H or BT, and over there, that was catch and kill everything. You know, yeah. but you know, smaller marlin, the Auss- Aussie boys went, "Ah, oh, all we'll have tags in them," and now it's a standard practice. Yeah. Yes. Pretty much globally. Yeah. 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 But yeah, you, you, know, you can blame a lot of that on Doctor Julian Pepple.
3: Oh, you don't blame me for it. it. It's a good thing.
7: No, no. You know, I had the privilege in the early days of the tagging program to you know talk to him on a fairly regular basis, and you know, I've never put, met a person with a more photographic memory than what he has. Okay. Wow. But, uh, you know, if he ever had a tour through the old canola facilities, you know the Kings and Jews and Reds they had there. It was quite amazing. Yeah. Yeah, you know, most people just drive past it. will never have a clue. But now, you know, you've got Port Stephens, you've got Cox Harbour, which do, do tours. And I think that, you know, in, here on a school holiday, it would be a great thing to take kids, or yes. even just for a personal education, yeah. see what fisheries are doing in their research and breeding programs.
3: Yeah, it's worth the effort. We're out in a different place like that, wherever they got one.
7: Yeah, yeah. I've never been down there. Yeah. Uh, personal friend, Bobby Searle, he was mixed up in the early days sort of stocking it with broodstock. So, Okay. Yeah, so uh, yeah, pretty interesting.
3: No worries. Okay, Bobby, thank you All for right. that. We'll give you a chat I'll in the
5: morning. i you tomorrow, just not, not sure where from.
3: Hopefully, <laughs> hopefully it's over. Hopefully
5: it's not this bloody room.
3: That's it. That's the one. Okay, Bobby.
5: Cheers, mate.
3: Okay, bye. Now, a report from Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's Bait and Tackle, 42 Gordon Street at Port Macquarie. Uh, let's go. In the beaches. Once again, Redwoods still on present on most of the beaches. That's been there for a while, actually. Uh, if you can find clean water, there are Taylor, Whiting and Brimabout. The Rocks, Taylor at Plummer and the... Odd, very good Mulloway around Crescent Head, and a few lighter In the estuary. the flatties consistent in the upper reaches of the Hastings, along with a few brim, whiting and flatties still consistent around the Cat-Eye. Uh, offshore, the Golden lure game fishing tournament has been on over the past week. However, fishing has been tough. So there you go, up a bit further north, very hard. A few striped marlin and the odd blue and black, but not in the number they'd hoped for. That's Jason Isaac, Ned Kelly's bait and tackle at Port Macquarie.
2: Now, you're going to be put under the pump today. Um, we're going to be catching up with Marine Rescue a little bit later in the program, just around about uh, 5.45. Yes. Um, they're off to a very, very busy uh, start to their, well, halfway through their the summer now, but it's been uh, a, a busy start to the new year. Um, dare say, Alan, a lot of people are getting out on the water uh, after not playing with their boat for a while, and okay, it starts and everything's great, and they're, they're getting down river, and <laughs> drama yes. is, is happening. Now, we don't have access to exactly what you know has transpired with these boats, but what would you think would be the common problems besides make sure you've got a battery that's got a bit of charge in it. Not enough fuel on board the boat? Yep. That's normally the big one. That's the big one? That's
3: the big one. Yeah, run out of fuel. Run out of fuel, run out of battery. Um, And especially if you don't have a dual battery system, you've only got one if you're going to stop and fish for a few hours, and you've got sounders running, GPSs, stereos, and all sorts of fridges on board, you will flatten the battery. Mm. So another means, but also knowing how to start it. If you've got a flat battery, a lot of the motors you can rope start. Yeah. So, uh, you know, some you can't, but you know how to rope start your motor? Have you ever tried it?
2: Uh, on the on the Bavaria. Oh,
3: not so much you. I'm just being in general. Okay, yeah. not, not, not just picking on you, but you know. <laughs> like I said, ra- the
2: outboard's pretty easy. <laughs>
3: like, like an e-tech motor, yeah. a big e-tech motor, you can rope start it. Yeah, it's got a capacitor on board which stores the charge for the 55 volt circuit to start it. And pulling the string, the five volt circuit activates, and you can start the motor. Yeah. Um, you know, some of the four strokes you can't, some you can. So, it's reading your owner's manual, which mm. is a good thing to do on a bad day. Just learn a few things
2: about the motor. Reading a manual.
3: Yes. Well, as you get older, you tend to read them. When we were younger, we didn't care. Yeah,
2: yeah, you're dead right. You're dead right. Now, like, it's funny. I've got a a, an entire cabin Or, a, a... a wardrobe section that's just full of all of the manuals from the boat <laughs> oh, oh yeah. my goodness it's a
3: library <laughs> we, we've, got, we've got two on board the big boat and everything we get we put in there in a tall document yeah. because the amazing amount of times how does this work or what's that and we can refer back to them and see what's going on it does help and when you can buy flat-back furniture, which we all do. I've read the manual before you put it
2: back together. Or you go yeah. to a marine store to buy a box of tissues and you need the serial numbers for everything on your boat. That helps well, when you don't look, have to pull the panels out, you know? This,
3: the girls get very frustrated at work because people ring up say, look, I need the part for my motor. Yeah, okay, what is it? An I need the part that goes in the gearbox here. Oh, you got a model of serial number? No, you need that. I just want one. Well, I've got 20 of them here. Which one do you want? Oh, I don't know. Well, they need the model and the serial number. So everything relates to model and serial number. So you really need to have that information when you're looking for things. And you should have it. here. Take a photo of it. It's not hard. Mm. It's not a problem at all.
2: Mm. i got to take a photo of them just to read them nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, Kieran? It needs to enlarge it. I them.
0: do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's, I mean, that's very true, Al, especially in today. Just to take the photo and send it through for the park.
3: That's right. It just makes life so much easier for everyone concerned because you don't want to go ordering wrong parts. And things change. And as things become more and more efficient, they change things every year. So the part that sits on one year won't last for another one. Going back 20 or 30 years ago, it will be good for 8 or 10 years worth of motors. Hmm. It's not now.
2: Is there a mandatory, like with cars, if you produce a car, you've got to supply spare parts for X amount of years. 10 years. 10 years for boats, is There's it? There was a
3: gentleman rang up the other day after a part for a Mercury. And um, the girl said, no, it's not coming up with a computer. I'll get onto Mercury, put a case into them. Parts no longer available. 2006 one. That's ridiculous. You're wrong. No. You've yeah. not got to supply parts. They only have to supply it for 10 years. <laughs> Sorry. Not us. We're not the ones doing that. I'm but coming to, to you
2: for information and then telling you you're ridiculous.
3: <laughs> yeah. Oh, we get that. People ring up for information. Well, How do I fix this? I'll try this. No, that doesn't work. I'll try this. That doesn't work. Ooh. Why are you ringing me? (laughs) You know it all.
2: (laughs) Speaking of which, coming up in the next hour, we're going to catch up with Stevie Bowler. Marine Rescue will be along and Peter Johnson will join us as well. You're listening to High Tide. It's coming up to 5 o'clock. We're going to take in the 5 o'clock news. We'll be back on the other side of that. Do hope you can stick around.
4: 2SM Super Network
6: News.
1: South Africa has launched proceedings against Israel in the United Nations International Court of Justice. South Africa have accused Israel of a genocide following their conduct in the war in Gaza.
5: The first wind farm to be built in New South Wales in two and a half years has been approved by the state government. The 1,500 megawatt wind farm is being built in the New South Wales River Arena set to power over 700,000 homes.
4: Immediate, independent, unbiased,
1: there are still 11,000 properties in Queensland without power after the storms on Christmas night. Acting Queensland Premier Cameron Dick says 92% of the services have been reconnected. A ban on disposable vapes is set to be implemented nationwide from March 1st. Ben Harris from Private Healthcare Australia says the federal government should be commended for moving to ban the harmful vapes, but it will take a sustained effort to protect Australians. 2SM Super
4: Network News.